Welcome to 501 Crossroads. This is Marjorie Moore. This is the show that is all about the places where board and staff and interns and everybody in the nonprofit world meets and finds common ground. Remember, we're all working for the same outcomes. Today, I've got Cindy Larrick, the Executive Director of the St. Louis Art Fair. Welcome, Cindy. Hey, Marjorie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so glad you're here. Well, thanks for inviting me. I'm excited about this. <laughs> Absolutely. So we are going to talk about um, intern engagement specifically today. Um, interns, um, some of our, I'm sure a lot of us in the audience are really like that free work. Um, some of us, in, even including you, pay them. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, who was your first intern? My first intern was Winnie Tan. And she is still in Minneapolis. She uh, is running events. And she came to me from another nonprofit, uh, the Winter Carnival in Minneapolis, and said, we have this great kid, and she's looking for something to do. And my board thought I was crazy because I approached them that I wanted to bring this intern in. And they're like, oh, my God, we can't use an intern. And uh, Winnie came in, and we were uh, laying out the Uptown Art Fair at that time. At that time, I was uh, the executive director of the Uptown Association and the executive director of the Uptown Art Fair. And we were trying to figure out addresses. And she came up with an ad. We needed addresses so in case there was an emergency, uh, police and ambulance could get to. And she came up with a numbering system and how to address the booths and showed it to the board. And they were like, oh, my God. She's amazing. And ever since that, interns were good to go at Uptown. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. You get one good one and it, I think sometimes it spoils you on the, on everybody. But, um, you know, that one good one can really show you what the, the impact somebody can make. Uh, well, and they just keep you thinking. What, what I love about working with interns is uh, I've been in the industry for 30 some years. The creativity, the energy um, that comes with it, and the ability to try new things where sometimes we become, as nonprofit executives, the problem where we've tried that it didn't work. And we are kind oh, of yeah. the naysayers. <laughs> oh, no, no. And um, to see that they can make it work. And it, that was probably the hardest okay. thing for me was to sit back and not say, we've tried it is to let some of the things go to fruition and just watch what happens. And they've all been very successful. I mean, I've, I've been very, very fortunate, knock on wood, but this is really granite. Um, and um, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, <laughs> part this of the board. This is also a nonprofit. <laughs> um, but um, I've had some really fantastic kids um, over the years, still in contact with so many of them. Um, it's really nice. That's awesome. Now, I know, like, the first time that we met Cindy, I think we were talking about your volunteer program or your intern program. And I was basically just sitting there with my jaw on the floor because how many interns do, do you, you, you have a lot of interns each we summer? We do. We get about five to seven. That's a lot. Um, and how many staff? We have two staff. Two staff. So, so the interns they are running. Number. Yeah, they have a number. Um, and, uh, we're, we're in a situation where, we have a sexy product. The St. Louis Art Fair is, is very sexy. It's one of the top art fairs in the nation. And it's very hands-on that they can actually see what they're doing. So we always have a graphic design intern who really gets to create the look and feel of the graphics of the whole festival. And we're fortunate that we aren't um, bounded by so many rules and regulations that we have some freedom to do it. We're art. Um, we have someone to do social media, uh, sponsorship development, um, 
production, kind of make them fit. And I really hold them responsible. Um, I was, it, it's just kind of funny that you had called on Sunday. I met with one of the interns from last year. She had called. She was going to be back home from school and is wondering what her next steps are. She's graduating. And I never really knew how her experience was because last year I had, um, my mother had died. And so I was not as engaged as I've always been in the past. And she came in and she was sitting down and her mom was with her. We were talking, we were having lunch and, um, her mom, and she said, no, I tell everyone it was the most amazing experience of my life. And I'm like, whoa, because I just looked at her and she said, I learned so much and I grew up so much and you held me accountable and you, not scary. She said, but I realized that you're just a person. My boss is just a person that you, I could go in you and and ask questions. And sometimes you'd say, no, I don't really like that. Why don't we try this? And she said, it just made me realize my own potential and gave me so much more self-esteem that I'm ready to go on to my next step after college, which that's ultimately what I'm hoping for. That's really cool. Now, how do you, you know, you've, you've got one other staff person and I think in some of your other places you've had more. How do you make sure that the, the paid staff that are there all the time, all year round are working really well and really interfacing with the interns? I think with my first year here, it didn't go so well. <laughs> um, one is, uh, it was, I thought it was intriguing. It was a new concept. And okay, so this is this is new. You've been here for five years, seven, seven years. Well, just okay. well, yeah, just starting. <laughs> I know I always lie because I hadn't come the first year. Um, they um only had them come in uh, half a day, and no one can do anything in half a day. No. What are you going to give somebody? <laughs> um, so they were coming in more. Um, but they didn't really want to utilize them, and there was a lot mm. of turf batter battles. Yes. Of, um, and um, what has happened is in the process we've change where our office was. So we have a very open concept office. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're all in a big room, except I'm off to the side. And and that, I think, helps with coordination of letting it go and leading. Um, I tend to, um, I tend to lead the interns a lot, which I really would like to pass off, but I found that I'm People aren't ready to delegate, even though they are in leadership roles. Some yeah. people are not willing to delegate. It's scary to delegate. Yeah. It's <laughs> like that could be, we could talk for hours about delegation and my personal feelings about delegating. And well, you had talked about the, gra- the graphic design intern. I would be scared to death to, to tell a 20 year old or whoever. Here, just make the look for the organization for the for the next year. Like, go at it. Have fun. <laughs> you know, it's but you have some. I mean, I always tell them that, um, especially for the graphic design, because they're working for clients. So I mm-hmm. said, today I'm your client. I'm also your boss. Ah. <laughs> so we're gonna present this. You can't just present, but you're gonna have to show me ideas, and I'll give you some thoughts of where I want to go and what we can do with it. Um. And it's, it's having that balance of saying no and getting them to understand the criticism as a graphic designer when they work in an agency or for anyone, they're going to get criticized how to take that in a positive way and not shut down and not get angry. That's a huge piece and let it go. Um, so they have a lot of control, but not total control. Um, and I also use that it's a consensus. We're a team here for the summer. There's the interns and the staff and, you know, if we're very successful, we're all successful. If we fail, I own it because at the end of the day, my f- 
their failure means I obviously didn't communicate, didn't do something as an overall unit, so I'll take it. But I also tell them, if you make a mistake, I'm a great wingman. I can do things. I can spin things. and But if I don't know, I can't. So there's a lot of freedom to make mistakes. I mean, on our wall, we have this... It's the rules of this office, and it says we we walk in, we say good morning, we say good night, we laugh, we play hard, we um, make mistakes, we acknowledge them, we move ahead, we're always reaching for the next star. I mean, it's a whole group of things that that's our motto in yeah. our office. Did you come up with that? Or yeah, okay, it's, awesome. We wrote it. Yeah, we did it as a group of just putting things together. I really wanted something in the office. Um, everyone has values, but yeah. you know, you don't really hear them. And when you're there for a summer, I think it's really hard for a, a student or a young person to understand the value system. Oh yeah. And visualizing that culture that you're trying to put into place. And so um, at first I think they think I, I, tend to be uh, very, um, I don't want to say nosy, but it is sort of nosy. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably probably uh, cross boundaries that I shouldn't. <laughs> but I do say, you know, I'm going to ask you lots of questions about your personal life. Because you know what? We're here eight hours a day, five days a week. We spend more time together than you do with your family. So I want to know what makes you tick. I want to know what's going on. I want to know those things that are important to you because that's we've got to learn to trust each other. And and that's Absolutely. hard for people at first because I will say every Monday, how was your weekend? Did you do anything fun? And they're always like, oh, God. You know. What is these people? So, yeah, and they do. It is um, I ask um, and to say hello and good night. And Which is reasonable. It's I reasonable think, in any office setting, I think. I think it is, you know. And, and, and at first it's not – they don't understand it, but then at the end, they'll say, you know, it was really nice to someone knows that when I walked in, someone acknowledged I came in. Yeah. And someone acknowledged that I was leaving. And I usually say when they leave, good night, thank you very much for your time. Yeah. They, you know, I, I always say that, but part of it is, is they have choices too. They have choices to come in. You know, choices not to do their job. Um, I know what we will be going to next year is we will be all putting our cell phones in the circle of a room. During Oof. the workday. <laughs> I'm I, not sure I could handle that personally. <laughs> uh, we're have, we just, that was an issue we had is yeah. there's a level of getting your job done mm-hmm. and playing with your cell phone. Yeah. And it's a balance. And it's a balance. And that's a professional knows how to do it. And yeah. I've found in the last couple of years, we've had more issues. Yeah. I'm finding that issue, to be honest with you, with my staff members that are in their early thirties, yeah. you know, and probably even with myself, just constantly looking at the cell phone, checking those notifications that are constantly popping up and getting stressed because I'm getting so many notifications that that can be worrisome. <laughs> well, and what we were having a problem was we're an open concept office where everybody's open. My expectation is you're going to hear uh, my biggest, what, one of the things I dislike the most is when you're at an event and the person wearing the event staff shirt, looking professional, and as an attendee, you walk up and you they you say, well, where is blah, blah, blah? And that person says, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That to <laughs> me is like the biggest no-no. So we talk a lot about I don't know is the right answer. Yeah. The right answer is, you know what? Let me get let, – I'm not sure right now. Can you stay here? Make that phone call. And if they're, you know, one of our client, our stakeholders, like our artists, our attendees are our stakeholder, but our artists looking to set up, that Absolutely. they jot it down and they go back to that person when they do find the answer. And so we try to get – through the process that that cell phone is there, but not during the day, you know, what happened, you know, you can, it's not really that important to see what your friends are having for lunch. Well, I mean, it could be if they're at somewhere really good. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like it could be down the street. You might want to join them, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we're uh, we're gonna try that. I mean, it's yeah. just it's we'll see what happens. I think that's that's gonna uh, you know another thing. I mean, the huge thing about internships is you're setting people up, really setting people up for future success. Yes. And I think that is one thing that bosses are noticing more and more is are your employees engaged? And part of looking engaged is looking at your computer screen or your, you know, your actual office phone instead of your cell phone. And, you know, what, what all is in that cell phone? Nobody really knows sometimes. <laughs> and, and part of it too is it does start from the top down. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if the staff, full-time staff isn't doing it, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's been an issue is like if the full staff time isn't being hello and, and walking and doing the rules that we talk about, then we can't preach them. Yeah, absolutely. And so then I'm going to have to change those behaviors too. Yeah. It all works together, doesn't it? Oh, Just... yeah. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing how if you have people who have a lot of energy coming in, everyone will have energy. Yeah. If you have the ER personality coming in, everyone will be ER for the oh, day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just, you know, and, and the balance, it's so funny. Usually when the interns start, it hasn't happened in the last couple of years, but it used to after the first day. One of one of them would come in, or two of them at at different times, and want to shut the door. And the first thing they'll say to me is, "Oh, I don't think I can work with this person for the whole year." <laughs> and I'm always like, "Well, wait, give it a month. We'll see what happens." And then it's really funny because those are the ones who are best buddies for life. <laughs> I mean, and it's just always like, "Yes, that's the person you said you can work with, and now you're living away in Chicago with." You know, it's just really cute how that happens, and. Now, one of the things that, that always fascinated me with your organization, I think a lot of this is because of your intern situation, is you've got your 20 minutes of play every day. Yeah. Tell us about that because that's that's a good best practice, I think. <laughs> it is. And it was funny because it's um, 20 minutes of play. Uh, it was Keen Shoes. They did a study, I think, in 2010 about how once we grow, get out of college and are getting our professional job, we're not playing anymore. And when you really think of what we're doing – Everybody needs to play and be creative for Absolutely. at least 20 minutes or just get away from what they're doing. And so this concept is that each day um, at between 2.30 and 3, it's play. And it can be physical play, cerebral play, any type of play. But we just, everyone puts down what they're doing. Nobody's too busy for it. And then just come in and what it builds is it builds a level of trust. It also builds that level that... Well, she's the executive director, but she can't throw a football for her life to depend on. <laughs> you know, that there's things that you're not good at, but you still try. You yeah. still give it your best effort. And that's the biggest parting is that every everybody's not good at everything. No, not and just even because close. we sit in an office and our door shuts, we still aren't the same person that they are. And it's just that relationship that we're just a person and they have foils and you know, they're faults and they're just like everybody else. Not everything's going to be easy for them either. And so it opens that door. Um, plus it gets them to relate on different terms that I just think are funny. I mean, we've done scavenger hunts. We've done amazing race. We've wow. <laughs> played, um, apples to apples. We've had trivia. We've had word games. We've just gone for walks. We jump rope, dodgeball, you name it. Um, wow. <laughs> but it's been funny because since we've done it, there's a couple of, a, we're in an office tower and there's a dental office across the hall and there's another office upstairs. And a couple of them have come and said, can my staff come join you for play? <laughs> I'm like, well, you have to join too. It's Everybody's going to come. <laughs> but it's, it is. And it, it does 
give a sense of um, just trust and that the availability to laugh at yourself. Absolutely. That's huge. You know, not taking yourself too seriously for any of this. Yeah. Which I think in any nonprofit setting is really important because we're constantly, I mean, we're constantly living that fear of rejection zone. Uh Um, (laughs) And knowing that it's, it's not all serious. None of us are doing brain surgery except for the few of us that are out there doing brain surgery. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all okay. We can take some time to laugh and have fun. And we should. Yeah. yeah, I remember when I worked for the YMCA. That was my first like nonprofit job, and I worked for the YMCA, and um, it was kind of that ooh ah moment. How we were doing everything for everybody else, but not taking care of ourselves. Oh yeah, you know, and we tend to as nonprofit people um, work weird hours, yes, long hours, <laughs> take a lot of ownership. Just because we usually are in our jobs because of passion. We're not there usually for the dollars. Nope. (laughs) It's pretty much because of passion. Yet, how we do need to take care of ourselves. And sometimes we don't in our process of making sure we're doing what is good for the cause, but not what's good for ourselves. And this is a one step to say it's okay to break away. Um, When I was working, that I mean, when I was working at the YMCA, my first professional job, there was a day I couldn't figure out something. I was getting really frustrated. And I remember my executive director at the time, um, who I learned a lot from, Benny Laurel, she came in my office and she goes, get out of here. I'm like, what? She goes, go get your nails done. Go away from this and come back. And I just looked at her like, well, it's during work. And she said, no, right now, are you being productive sitting here frustrated? (laughs) <laughs> step away and come back and and it's just that time to get away and it's going to be okay because i think we get in our head we have to be in the office at eight don't leave till seven Oof, and yeah. sit there and, <laughs> and sometimes we're just spinning our own wheels to spin yeah and i think we need mentors like that to really give us that reality check that it's okay to do the self-care and it's okay to go. leave. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you don't have to be here. I mean, one of my, yeah. when I moved here, it was, I need to have work-life balance. Yeah. And for me to do it, I need to say, I'm going home. <laughs> What's done is done. Yeah. And I've gotten everything done. You know, it's, I didn't have to be in every day, all day. I mean, I can have a life. Yeah. Well, and I think in nonprofit too, a lot of times there, there's always that feeling that it's never all done because you could always call 10 more donors if you wanted to and had the stamina to do it. (laughs) But, you know, is it going to help you in the long run? Maybe, maybe not. Especially if you sound really tired. (laughs) Well, and there's sometimes too calling those donors where it's taking hours and you're really getting pennies. Is it really value? Is that value added? Yeah. And a lot of times, no. It's not. (laughs) I'm just calling the random people that... If I call Bill Gates 20 times, I'm going to have the same outcome in my organization that, you know, right. it's still going to be zero. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's one of those. And I think this with play, it is, it's a way to bond and build a team. Yeah. Um, we do, a, I try to do a lot of that, of, of trust. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, we don't, everyone is an individual doing their jobs, but at the end of the day, it's how we all work together to put on the festival, what it looks like to the people. And when they walk away from it. Uh, nobody knows if we're uh, scrambling. I always tell everyone when you get to the festival, no one knows if the stage was supposed to be three feet to one side, three feet to the left, <laughs> or it came in late. Yeah. Those are all the things we just need to forget and trust and get on with the production. Yeah. Where we can get caught up in that. 
you know, and if we have those little failures on the way, you kind of get over some of those things. Yeah. Like, okay, this isn't really that big of a deal. It's really cool. Now, one of the, the big question marks in nonprofit internships is payment. You know, as nonprofits, we can get away with sneaking our interns in under the volunteer banner. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of people out there that that say we're small nonprofits or we're nonprofits at all. We shouldn't have to pay anybody to do anything. And then there's a lot of people that say, hey, you know, a lot of our missions are social justice. You know, we should be paying all of our people fair wages to do this work. Um, how do you come down on that? Well, we pay a stipend. And we're very honest about what, what we pay. Um, we pay $500 a month. It's full time. Um, we do get them parking. That's free. So that's nice. Um we, yeah, especially where you're located. <laughs> and we do um, and we do feed them quite – I mean, there's always snacks and lots of stuff in the office um, because I remember being in college and not having <laughs> – um, and you know what? A lot of them uh, nowadays will do it because they know that's going to be what they need. I always tell them that I want them to leave this experience when they go on to their next job and say it's in um, business or it's in a graphic design – when they're asking, well, is there a time you've had our PR, you had to do a social media campaign? I want them to say yes. And let me tell you about the calendar and our outcomes. And, you oh, know, yeah. I want them to have that skill set that puts them up and beyond what everyone else has who didn't do an internship. Like, have you ever had to have a meeting? Well, yes, I had to sell a sponsorship and this is what I had to do. I had to set the meeting up. Have you ever had to go to a corporate party and how do you behave? All those things in the business world that are those ooh-ah moments once you get out yeah, and you don't know. And it's like, you don't want to make that mistake. Um, and so I try to have all those things checked off a list so when they go, they have the confidence yeah, to be able. So the pay is just a little bit of a nugget where they can feel like they're not doing it for nothing. Yeah, absolutely. So there's more <laughs> of a buy-in. And then the outcome is, um, you know, that they have all this experience. And I'm always available for them to write a reference. Uh, I still have helped people negotiating their next job, what kind of, That's great. you know, <laughs> keeping that relationship together. I mean, I just recently, someone from 15 years ago said, hey, Cindy, I have a job. Um, I have an uh, interview. I'm changing careers. Can I use you as a personal reference? You know, and I've I've been in contact with these kids for 15 years. That's so amazing that you keep in touch with them. <laughs> it's, it's fun. I really, yeah. um, it's been fun to watch to see where they've gone. And uh, it's amazing things that they've done. That's so cool. Yeah. So what's the one takeaway that you, if somebody's thinking of setting up an internship program and they, they're not so sure, what what's the one piece of advice that you give to people? Know that you have to delegate and let go. Does it really <laughs> does it really matter if the envelope is V-shaped or square? Ooh. <laughs> and and sometimes that's what we're holding on to. Is yeah. it pink paper or blue paper? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's certain things that they can do that you're gonna get beyond what you ever dreamed of. Um we did last year. Here's a perfect example. So um our clientele is a little bit older at the art fair, 40 plus, mostly women with disposable income. We haven't done a t-shirt for a lot, a lot of years because we just couldn't figure out a design. The three young women uh, decided they wanted to, to create a t-shirt. So they did, they picked an art piece. They did this t-shirt. It's a uh, very a boutique style. We sold it at a higher end price point. So, you know, a markup about 50 
100%. Um, we sold out. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not something that had been done. It's a full color print, but not thick. It's just like blended in. It's amazing. Yeah. But I remember they, it was, it was gorgeous. I they, almost bought one. <laughs> they really, really wanted to do this. Yeah. And so. Huge success for the organization. Huge for them. success. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and was a risk. Yeah. It, yeah. There was a little bit of risk, but. How many t-shirts did you guys buy up front? A hundred. Okay. So, so that's it was a 1500. Yeah. I knew I was going to buy a, a, a close, you know, I yeah. wasn't going to buy a thousand. I knew I could reorder yeah. afterwards and, um, get them and mail them to people. And we redid another order of 75. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But wow. it was, I mean, that's, you know, for a little bit, a lot of excitement and energy. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you have to be willing to look at things and realize that does, do you really have to have your hands in the minutia? And I think sometimes as executive directors, especially if we came from a operations background or um, maybe a PR background, we think we have to be in the minutia and yes. sometimes we have to walk away. <laughs> Yeah, and let that the people standing on the day. balcony and not in yeah. not in the dance sort yeah, of thing. <laughs> exactly. It's hard to remember. So hard to remember. <laughs> well, it's just I think you always go to the place where you're the most comfortable when you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you're comfortable just doing. I think that's it. Doing and leading are, are very different and it's sometimes so much easier just do than lead people to do. So. You know, and sometimes I, I mean I always tell it's like working with volunteers. Yeah. I'm not giving you a job. That I would not do. That's what I always tell the interns. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you a job I went to, and I'll be here to help you through it. Yeah. But it's got to get done. And, you know, and the same with volunteers. And sometimes I'll start, I mean, I'll start setting up a table to get the volunteers going. Yeah. I'll start clean, picking <laughs> up the trash. Sometimes at cleanup time, you ha- the, the ED has to start that. Otherwise, people don't realize it's time. <laughs> no, yeah. And I'll do that. I mean, yeah. but that's part of it. It's yeah. also something, I mean, there's, I think every executive director has their own little ism at an event that is their hate the thing that they don't want to have check out mine is <laughs> i i don't want i want cleanup to be going on as we're working oh so like the behind so there's the never scene. a mess <laughs> yeah so there's never a mess you'd be a great you must be a great chef then you could clean kitchen the whole time I, it's, just, it's just one of those you know like we don't need all those boxes standing back there yeah. and you're standing here it's kind of like idle yeah. hands. It's like cleaning your house. Yeah. I clean my house a little bit each day because I don't want to spend all day Saturday no, cleaning the house. That. I want to have fun. Yeah. And if you do it as it's go- you're going, it's not as big as a project. Yeah. But that's a concept that's hard for people to understand. Yeah. Especially in an event base like that. And I'm, uh, I'm huge <laughs> on like... Do we really, we are done with volunteer headquarters. Let's clean it up and get it picked up. Because yeah. there's a lot of people just hanging around. Well, especially after the end of a three-day event, I, I'm going to guess at that very last hour on that very last day, like the, the last place you want to be is there anymore. Uh-huh, you and then you know you have home. like six more hours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have gotten, it takes us like 15 hours to set up the streets. And we, we can't start setting up till 2 a.m. on uh, Friday morning and we open at 5. And it's amazing that we've slowly getting teared down to like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of, that's impressive. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, let's keep going. Yeah. But you know, and the other thing I'm really bad about is people always want to stop. Oh, let's just have dinner. And I realized <laughs> if we have dinner, no one gets up and goes. Yeah. Well, I know even after my like 
six hour evening event. If I sit yeah, any time in that and forget it, we're done. I, yeah. I quit. <laughs> yeah. And you got to keep motivating people. Yeah. It's like, okay, we can do this, you know? And I think we're slowly getting better and better at it. Yeah. Um, but it's just changing people and letting them know that, you know, we don't have to do everything at once. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think uh, this this was some really great information, and I think hopefully gave some people some ideas on how to really use interns and get They're them in fun. the mix. <laughs> they'll, they'll inspire you and get you, give you more energy. Yeah, which is the best. Yeah, I mean, it gets <laughs> you excited that. to come to work. So we've got a little bit of time for the NW or NPBWG, the nonprofit buzzword game. Obviously, we have to have our acronyms. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth. We're going to quiz each other on what some of these common nonprofit buzzwords really mean. So, Cindy, the, your first one is going to be sabbatical. What does it really mean? Time off. <laughs> <laughs> do we get those? <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten one. I have I, to break my leg to get a sabbatical. I, so. What <laughs> nonprofit gives those? Man, yeah. I want one. I know. It's I think you have to be somewhere for 30 years before you get one. Yeah, and the teaching at seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love one. Someday. Someday. Do you have one for me? ROI. ROI. Um, this is the number that we're going to give our board to prove that we don't need to be doing this anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah. The, the ROI on this particular event, it's not so good. So we're going to add staff time <laughs> and make it look even worse. worse. <laughs> well, that's another thing. How many people don't ever have their, add their staff time in? I, I only do if I want to kill an event. <laughs> See? Because, but you'd have to pay for your staff to do it. I'm exactly. always saying that, you know, we yeah. always laugh because we'll go to places and they'll go, oh, this is the event. And I'm like, even where's your staff time? Yeah. Well, we just have to pay for them anyways. Well, no, they're working on this they event. something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, I think that's all the time we actually have left. But thank you so much for coming out today. Oh, well, thanks for having I me. I hope you'll join us again someday. Yeah, it was really fun. Awesome. Can't wait. Well, this you've been listening to 501 Crossroads. Um, remember, we're always fighting for the same outcomes.